Hey, this is Find Out, a podcast for student-aged girls. We are going to be answering heavy questions students from Central Church have asked. Our goal is to unpack these questions, looking to scripture to guide us. Know that our heart is to always point you back to the Lord. Parents, this topic is sensitive, and we don't intend this to be an all-encompassing discussion. Girls, please be open with your parents with any questions you might have. Good afternoon, girls. This is Kathleen and Abby, Um, and we just wanted to let you guys know that today is going to sound a little bit different. I almost said look, but it it will just sound different for you. It looks different (laughs) for me. Um, Due to the wonderful time of COVID that we are in, Abby and I cannot both be in the office today. So Abby is calling in remotely. Say hi, Abby. I am. (laughs) Hi, guys. I'm currently at home. Hannah Ewing is quarantined. Hopefully she will not be quarantined by the time this podcast comes out. And hopefully I don't have COVID by the time this podcast comes out. But I am coming at you guys from my reading chair in my room. So. Mm-hmm. What a peaceful scene you just painted for us. I know. Sounds well, like it's not cozy. super peaceful in here. Actually, Sam... Um, <laughs> Sam knocked on my curtains earlier. I have curtains instead of in in front of my closet instead of the doors. Mm. And so earlier, um, Sam knocks them down, and it's like a tension rod, and I can't figure out how to put it back up. <laughs> so now I'm just, and no one's here to help me. <laughs> so um, they're just laying on the ground. Abby, clarify who Sam is, just for people oh, who may not oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> Sam is my roommate's cat. Not um, a random stranger who yeah, just comes in not, knocking down curtains. Yeah, Sam is a cat. <laughs> <laughs> that would be important yeah. to clarify. Yeah, so my room's a little disheveled. but yeah, That's okay. Um, well, you know, girls, Abby and I are just truly thankful for technology and where we are at today in modern civilization so that we could still record because as you guys know we have just been a little behind on recording our podcast due to things that happen like this like life just gets crazy and we want to be honest about that um and things happen unexpectedly but you know abby and i try to be flexible and work with it but also to say that we just wanted to do these podcasts well for you guys um and we have actually already recorded part two and three and um abby and i just kind of thought like no like i just don't feel like the holy spirit is leading us down that way and so we kind of took a step back and talked about how we could redo these parts two and three for our um what does the bible say about homosexuality so that's where we are today and um I believe part one was about, okay, literally, what does scripture say about homosexuality? And we walked through um, what are called the clobber passages and these clarifying of terms. And you know what, girls, if you guys haven't listened to that, we would really love for you to just go ahead and pause and go back and listen to that podcast first, because it'll help position you well to listen to parts two and three. And I mentioned the clarifying of terms. And so Abby, and I will probably be using some of those terms today as well. Um, And it may just help you to go back and refresh on those. So go and listen or just to that clarifying terms part and then come join us back. Um, 
But if you're already caught up, today we're at part two of what does the Bible say about homosexuality. And so this episode is going to center on, all right, like through listening this and like figuring out that um, the Bible does condemn homosexuality and same-sex attraction as a sin. What if I am struggling with this sin? What does that look like for me? So that's where we're at today. And yeah, Abby, do you have anything to add on that? I don't think I do. That was a really great synopsis of where we are and where we're headed. Yeah. So the first thing we want to walk you guys through today, um, well, 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 there are three points for today. We have um, seeing your same-sex attraction as sinful, repenting of your sin, and then moving forward with it. So those are kind of the three points we're going to hit today. Um, I'm going to unpack the first one for us. So, ladies, like, you guys know from our previous episodes that Kathleen and I um, and Central Church, we all land on the non-affirming viewpoint on this topic. And so what that means is, I know this isn't our clarifying terms, but what that means is that we do not believe that based on that the Bible condones um, same-sex relations um, and same-sex marriages. And so... That's the light we'll be coming at, or we'll be coming at this topic from for the rest of this podcast. And so that leads us to like see your same sex attraction for what it is if you're experiencing it. It's rooted in sin. Um, You won't repent of sin that you don't recognize, right? And so we need to be aware of it and we need to deal with it accordingly. And so seeing your same sex attraction as being evidence of your sin nature. Um, and we all have that sin nature. If it's any consolation to you, um, we all have inclinations towards sin. Mm-hmm. And so same sex attraction is just, it's, it's one of those inclinations to sin. And so we have to take it seriously and we have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so recognizing it as that is a step forward in dealing with it. Mm-hmm. So before we go any further, we want to ask you guys, like, where are you in your same sex attraction? Is it just like, some thoughts that you're having, attractions you're experiencing, or are you acting on those attractions? Maybe you're in a same-sex relationship, or maybe you're acting on those desires that you have. And so um, now we're going to talk a little bit about repenting of your sin, because when you act on those attractions and when uh, when you dwell on them, that's when it becomes sin. And so what does it look like to repent of your sin if you're dealing with this? Yeah, I love that, Abby, and I love your call for these girls just to see where they are personally at, like, at, because, you know, we don't know, and so we can't necessarily, like, generalize this whole episode to just everyone. You have to sit there and recognize, like, this is where I am, Um, but as Abby was saying, like, if you were running towards this sin and not away from it, the Lord is calling you to repent. He is calling you out of your sinful nature. Um, And so don't hide from it. Don't sweep these things under the rug. Deal with them. If the Lord right now is convicting you and the Holy Spirit is calling you to confess, be obedient. Don't just dwell on the thoughts of like, man, I'm a sinful person, but just confront that sin and confess it to the Lord and say, I'm so sorry, Lord, please forgive me. Um, We wanted to talk about Psalm 51, which is a piece of scripture where 
David has just committed adultery with the queen um, Bathsheba. And it's this moment of, you can, as we read it, you can just see his heart. He knows he's done wrong in the eyes of the Lord. And I just want y'all to pay attention to his words. And girls, if you feel the Lord convicting you right now of same-sex attraction or homosexuality or wherever you are, um, pray this over yourselves as we read um, or pause and go and read Psalm 51 in its entirety and pray it over yourself because it's a moment of David asking for forgiveness. And that same forgiveness is there for you right now. Um, We'll specifically be looking at verses 9 through 12 and then 17. So if you don't have a Bible, um, you can pause and go get it um, or we'll read it. Um, But Seriously, if you are struggling with this and you feel that Holy Spirit just tugging on your heartstrings right now, pray this with us. And we are praying this for you too. Verse 9 says, Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. And then if you continue on, verse 17 says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Girls, David here is asking for the Lord to not abandon him in the midst of sin, in the midst of his iniquities, but instead he is asking the Lord to cleanse him of sin, to create a clean heart within him, um, that the Lord would not remove David from his presence, um, and that the Holy Spirit wouldn't move away from him, but instead would restore him to salvation, and that same offer for anyone in their sin is there for you today. And I love 17 because it says the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit saying, girls, we can, our broken spirits in these moments of being confronted with our sin, we can offer that brokenness to the Lord and say, Lord, I am broken, but I am seeking with a contrite heart forgiveness from you because I can't, I can't do it without you. I myself am sinful, but Lord, you are holy and I'm asking you for that righteousness and for that salvation. And there is joy in that. Absolutely. There is. Um, And I think as we talk about coming forward and asking for forgiveness from the Lord, like ladies go to the Lord with this. Um, he already knows everything that you're thinking. Um, he knows your heart. And so know that you can absolutely go to the Lord with it. And I know we're talking about you dealing with your sin, but God's really the one who's going to kill it and win the victory Mm -hmm. for you. I mean, if you are in Christ Jesus, the victory already is won for you. Mm -hmm. You just have to flee, um, flee your sin. And I know uh, that, like, this is all part of, repentance is all part of the process of sanctification. Mm -hmm. And so um, sanctification means, like, holiness, like, um, this process that you go through as a Christian throughout your life to um, pursue holiness, to pursue looking like Jesus, um, Mm -hmm. acting like Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so um, sanctification is 
partially it's the Lord working on us. Um, it's the Holy Spirit shining on us and revealing to us our iniquity and our mm-hmm. sin. But then we have another part of it that is um, to fight alongside, mm-hmm. to uh, be obedient to the Spirit and what He's doing in our lives. And mm-hmm. so just remember that that's what we're in the process of. Um, that's what all of us are in the process of when we repent of any sin. Mm-hmm. And um, repentance looks like completely turning away from from your sin and running from it and running towards God instead. So if you've repented, you've had this complete heart change where you've said, I value the Lord above any human temptation. I value the Lord above um, any gratification I would get from acting on my same-sex attraction, any gratification I would get from, um, from these feelings that I have. And so in repenting, you just, you completely change your mindset from saying like, this isn't that big of a deal or like, it only affects me. I didn't really do anything wrong to like, I have sinned against the Lord and I am heartbroken because of it. We, our hearts start to look like David's in this psalm. Um, Cast me here. Let's see. In verse 14, deliver me from blood guiltiness. O God, O God of my salvation, my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. David is like, Lord, deliver me. Um, and I will praise you. Like, mm. um, he starts out saying, have mercy on me. O God, according to your steadfast love, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly. Like David's heart in this Psalm is God, change me. Um, God, forgive me. God, change me. And so I think that's the mindset that we need to have is like, I have sinned against the Lord and I'm heartbroken because of it. And I need forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, we also want to bring you guys to Romans seven. I think we were here in the first part of this episode, but we are going back to it because Romans seven is really good. <laughs> <laughs> so in Romans seven, we see, Paul is wrestling with his sinful nature. Um, I'm not going to read you guys the whole passage. And honestly, towards the end of the passage, it gets kind of confusing. (laughs) (laughs) If I were to read it out loud to you, you'd be like, this makes no sense. (laughs) We're going to stay in verses 21 through 25, though. And I want you guys to hear this and hear um, the struggle that Paul is having, even after he's repented. Um, Because Paul, we know, and Paul knows that like, even after repentance, even after uh, accepting Jesus into your heart, like we still struggle because we're still on this earth. So hear the words of Paul and know that there's hope in these words for us. It says in verse 21, So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? This is Paul. I mean, he's wrestling so hard with this. Like, I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law of sin waging war against me. Um, Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? And then in verse 25, we see hope. It says, thanks be to God through through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh, I serve the law of sin. Um, Thanks be to God through Christ Jesus, our Lord. I love that exaltation of Paul. Um, 
there is hope for us because of Christ Jesus. We are set free from our bondage to sin because of what Christ has done for us. Like, um, even though we may still struggle with it, we are set free from it. And so believers hear that. Um, but if you are in Christ Jesus, like the very next chapter starts and says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus mm-hmm. from the law of sin and death. Um, ladies, like that's what Jesus has done for you. He set you free. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like like Paul's saying here, it doesn't mean that you're not still going to struggle. Um, it may completely, you may no longer struggle with it, and that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But like, we're gonna be we're, we're gonna be real with you guys. Like Paul was being real about the struggle with his sin and saying that like, sin wages war on us, and so mm-hmm. we have to fight. But there is hope in it because of what Christ has done for us. I love that. And I love your use of this word of freedom, Abby. And that kind of brings us into this last point of our episode today of just, girls, there is hope in Jesus Christ and there is freedom in Jesus Christ. Um, He calls us out of the slavery that is sin. Um, And so hear that. Hear that for your sin today. that's that's what we want you to get out of this. We want you to see the same thing that Paul sees here. This thanks be to God, our Lord Jesus Christ, because he has done the work for you. Um, he died on a cross for you and for your specific sins. He did the same thing for Abby and I, and Abby and I are in recognition of that. And so our, our greatest hope from this episode is just that each of you listening would hear that today, that the Lord has covered your sin. Um, and this is, this is a moment that we rejoice in, right? Because we are free from our sin. If we um, accept the Lord Jesus Christ and we turn away and repent from our sin and we say, no, Satan, I don't want any of this anymore. I want to chase after the Lord and I want to bear his image and I want to be more like him. That is something to be praised and all of heaven is rejoicing with us today as we turn away from sin. So he hear that, hear that today. Um, We kind of wanted to go to Galatians 5. Um, My heading of Galatians 5, I'm reading from ESV, says Christ has set us free. I don't know what y'all says, but it kind of gives you the theme of this passage of being free in Christ. Even um, as Abby was reading from Romans 8 there a little bit too, like this is not just one verse in the Bible. This is a pretty central theme of the New Testament as being Christ through um, Lord Jesus's work on the cross. And so verse one in Galatians five says, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. So girls, picture back on Romans seven with Paul as his members are waging war of sin against him, but his inner being dwells with Christ And Paul in Romans 7 is standing firm and he is saying no to the yoke of slavery. And he is looking
looking sin in the face and Satan in the face. And he is saying, for freedom, Christ has set us free. He's saying, I am a free child of God. And that same thing can happen for you girls as you move forward and past sin, past same-sex attraction, past the inclination towards same-sex attraction or homosexuality or coming out of the relationships you're in. Christ has set you free. He is on the other side of this work and he is saying, keep following, keep following my voice, child. And even down in verse 13 of Galatians 5, it says, For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. I love this because it's honest. You know, sometimes we get in this habit of saying, Oh yeah, Christ Christ died for the sin I'm about to commit. So I'm going to go ahead and commit this sin. No, that's not what we do. We are called to freedom. Therefore, we should not go back into our old sinful habits because the Lord is going to equip us out of it. Um, And you know what? Like we, the second half of this verse says, but through love serve one another. Girls, this love first came from Christ. He loved us first and he died for us because he loved us. And so we get that love only through him. And by running away from our sin and rejoicing in the freedom of Christ, we're loving other people because other people see us set free from our sin and they pick up on that sin and they're like, I want that. I want to feel like little Betty over there who has run away from her sin. Um, Gosh, the aroma of Christ is powerful, girls. And so do not fall into the slavery of sin. Instead, rejoice. Rejoice with us today because Christ has done the work. Yes. Um, what an awesome word that like for freedom, Christ has set us free. There's hope in that. There's great hope in that. I do. I want to end on a note of like, if you're, if you're struggling with this, um, go tell someone about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll tell everyone, but <laughs> go tell somebody. Um, and that's because it's, it's going to help. It's going to help. I know it seems so scary to do, mm-hmm. but Satan has no power over what's in the light. And so when you bring those attractions to light, when you bring your sin to light, Satan can't, uh, he has no power over it anymore. And so you can move forward. Um, you can have other people come alongside you and help you do battle with it. And so know that like Kathleen and I are here. Tindley's here. John Andrew's here. Um, Linda and Bill are here. We're here to fight with you. Um, but you need to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's freeing to do that. And so Know that we're here to fight with you and um, fight for you because, like Paul said, um, the sin is waging war. And so we have to be ready to fight it. We can't do it by ourselves. I love that. Abby, what you just said reminded me of that Ephesians passage, Ephesians 5, verses 12 through, I think it's, yeah, 14. Um 
it says, for it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret, but when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. And that is exactly what the Lord does when he reveals our sin to us. And I think Abby touched on this act of sanctification. Um, he brings it from darkness to light and covers it. And through that process of not living in the secretness and shamefulness um, that sin brings with it, telling someone helps expose it and helps it come out so that the Lord can complete its work. Because sometimes when we're in a sin, um, Satan holds it over us and he creeps in and he says little things like, child, like, would they still love you if they knew this about you? And that is so wrong because you know what? Christ, Christ died for that and Christ has covered you with light and not Satan's darkness. And so I'm here to tell you that Abby, Tinsley, and John Andrew and I are here to love you and fight what Satan is telling you because you are loved. You are 100% loved and we will love you. Um, and we, as Abby was saying, we will help fight with you. Um, this war should not be fought alone. Yeah. Um, so that's where we want to leave you guys as if you're struggling, please tell somebody, mm -hmm. um, Maybe you yourself are not struggling. I hope this podcast is still helpful for you. Mm -hmm. um, and whatever sin you have in your life that the Lord is calling you to repent mm -hmm. of. Yeah. Um, our prayer for you guys is that you guys would be walking with the Lord and pursuing sanctification, pursuing Jesus. So know that we love you and we're here for you. Um, if you need anything at all, you can yeah. even write us a letter. Yeah. <laughs> we can get can mail. <laughs> we love you can mail. call us, text us, mm -hmm. even mail. Yeah. You know who you are. <laughs> um, also, before we let you girls go, um, even, you know, as Abby was just saying, this this outline of this podcast is not just for those struggling in same-sex attraction or homosexuality. It is for any person dealing with sin. You can apply this to yourself. Um, but we want you to go read Galatians 5, 16 through 24. Um, if the Lord has really tugged on your heart through this episode, um, that's your homework is just go read this passage and... Um, read it over yourself along with that Psalm 51. Um, scripture is powerful and um, the word is a weapon against the devil. So um, just remember that. And we love you girls and we hope you guys join us for part three, which is being rele released today too. Um, and that's going to look more like at what does it look like to have conversations with people who um, struggle with homosexuality or same-sex attraction. Um, so we hope you guys go give that a listen as well. And we love you. Do you have anything to add, Abby? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> it's hard to do Bye, this guys. without seeing your face, Abby, because I can't like visually cue you. <laughs> I know. I was just sitting here and I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> maybe I should say something. <laughs> 
Anyways, girls, you know, COVID has made things look different, but we're rolling with it and the Holy Spirit is still moving. So praise Jesus. (laughs) All right. Y'all stay safe out there. And Abby and I hope to see you guys soon. Love y'all. Bye.